What up? Before we jump into today's banger of an episode, if you want to learn more about how you can work with me and Kyle one-on-one and get guaranteed results through our online coaching, no commitment, no pressure, nothing like that, go to our website, check it out. You're going to learn more about how we approach training, nutrition, accountability, and why we have almost 4,000 transformations now, which we're incredibly proud of now into the episode. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with... His co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. I feel like I've done that blurb so many times, I could just do it speed run. In the past, we did an episode where we talked super fast and we threw everyone off because they thought we had it sped up, which is pretty jokes, but it's been absolutely amazing just seeing this podcast grow. I just want to thank everyone for being a listener. This episode was inspired because Coach Kyle actually went through a huge bulk so he just a couple of years back did a marathon trained for that was running like a bandit like he sold something and uh definitely running to that volume burning that many calories there is going to be effect from that loss of muscle so it's been cool seeing his journey back where he's really committed to a bulk really brought it up gained some weight once again he's up to like 191 192 193 something like that and now he's starting the dieting phase and what i love too kyle said he's excited to start a dieting phase because mainly talk about dieting because most people are looking to diet they're looking to lose some weight there's less people in that balkan category although we do cover that but he's like when i'm doing it i'm super excited i'm super passionate to talk about and there's more things that relate from it as for me, I myself am not necessarily dieting. I did a big cut last year, kind of got to a steady place. I've done a little bit of a lean bulk. So I'm doing a mini cut, which is a little bit different than a full dieting phase. It's more so a cleanup phase for two weeks. You're tidying up, if you will, and then you kind of get right back to maintenance, which will be really nice. But Kyle's got some amazing things planned here. And I think it's funny too, because we actually had one of these things uh, start. And I guess Kyle will tell that story with number one with a uh, our our cookie incident. Yeah. So, I mean, jumping into number one, you just have to fully commit and you just have to go all in. And what I'm trying to get at here, and especially like kind of to give you a little bit of a backstory that that Josh had just mentioned is I said, okay, on Monday, so just over a week ago, uh, I'm starting my shred. I have all my goals set. I've got my new spreadsheet. I've got my macros hit. And one of our amazing guests as well as coach uh, Jason. So Jason and his fiance, they, uh, we got a notification saying, crumble cookies being delivered it's 45 minutes out and i looked and i was tracking it and stuff i'm like oh my gosh well today was day one of my shred and i'm not gonna have any so anyways long story short is i had a half a cookie i made a fit it works within my macros all that good stuff and i made a joke to josh i said well maybe I'll start tomorrow. And then we're also celebrating a friend's, you know, they just got their gender reveal. We're going to celebrate a nice meal. They just came to visit us. I said, well, maybe I'll start Wednesday because we have that meal. And so I made a joke out of it. And Josh was just laughing because he knows I'm just kidding about it. And I wanted to use that as an example because a lot of times there just won't be a perfect time and you really just have to go all in. And if you constantly look for a reason to push it back, if you look for an excuse, if you give yourself a, a just all these different things that will take place, you're just never going to get started. And I think back to my most unsuccessful diet, which was a couple years ago. And the thing that really held me back, and this is probably one of the only ones I truly failed when I was like really trying was that I actually wasn't really trying. I didn't fully go in. I kind of wanted it a bit, but I didn't actually want it. I didn't really have big goals. I let a lot of obstacles come up and I just kind of 
let it slip, right? So I want to share that example and that story because I feel like a lot of times something will come up and I was actually thinking of how many moments there will be in your life where there's celebrations, where someone you know wants to take you out, where there's different promotions, there's different holidays and there's different everything and you just really have to find a way to make it work and there's so many different strategies which we'll jump into but I thought that was a great way to start it because I feel like it's very applicable to a lot of people's journey and that's going to be number one is fully commit, don't be half in and half out and you'll be good to go there. Like Kyle said, there is never a perfect time to get started. You'd be amazed how often people reach out for coaching. They'll be like, I'm ready to do this. I just need to do this after XYZ event, wedding, special family event, having a kid. Once my kids are older, once my kids are in school, once I'm out of school, once I get my job, whatever. There's always a reason to put it off. And then usually we'll lovingly push them and be like, wow, I'm so glad I started because more things start to come up. And there is always an event. And I thought it was so funny how Kyle said that because that is what most people end up doing. And it's tempting to do that because it's like, oh, well, this is special crumble cookie. I need to have six of them, obviously. And then the next day you're like, oh, I'm already screwed up. If I'm going to start next week at this dinner, Kyle would be ordering everything on the menu. And then Wednesday would come around and be like, oh, another week. And he's going to end up like putting on like six pounds in a week, undoing all the progress. The next week is going to be like, oh, that was such a bad week. I'll start a week later, X, Y, whatever it is. So Really, that's where, too, you might say, okay, well, if there never is a perfect time, what's the solution here? What can we do? And to Kyle's point of just fully committing and really not letting things push you back, that's where you need something that's sustainable. I said this a hundred times. If what you're doing with a diet, that word isn't as good as some other words, I guess, if you will. Um, but with a diet, you just think it's miserable. You think you're cutting out all your favorite things. You think you're just eating horrible foods. You can't go anywhere. You can't enjoy anything. You can't celebrate anything. But that's not the case at all. So in our coaching program, we use a flexible dieting approach. So this is a catch-all, which would be pretty much any style of diet could be done in the flexible dieting approach. And with this event, as we work it through, I'm actually gonna work you through both two events because I'm doing my little mini cut. So Kyle's at 2,800 cows, I'm at 3,200 cows. That may be way more calories than you're even used to, but that's the last one we have been having. I've been about 3,800, he's been about 3,500 for reference. So obviously there is a deficit. So to me, I said, okay, I'm gonna start playing around logging. And I actually enjoyed those crumble cookies because I had two quarters of them. And now for a lot of people, you might say, what's the big deal? I've been to crumble cookies. I see on the board, it says, most cookies are between 150 and 210 cals. So this is where they get you. And Kyle made a joke about this before too, because you see 210 cals, it's a cookie, kind of makes sense in your mind. But these are big cookies, full of butter. They're delicious if you've had them. Uh, they're good. I'm not a huge sweets person, but I can appreciate that they are pretty solid. But that is per one-fourth of a cookie. So that's pretty crazy. If you consider those cookies are 800 calories, which is a good-sized meal, and a lot of people are probably only eating 12 to 1,400 calories a day. So that's where you got to have that knowledge. And even for me, I thought I can spare 400 calories of my 3,200, 80-20 rule. I have the balance. I hit my protein. I had those two with some vegetables and a Quest chip, hit my macros perfectly, and it was no problem. Problem. I can't remember if Kyle had half a cookie or quarter cookie. Nonetheless, this is where this flexible approach is the best. And then we can still go out to dinner 
to work, make this work. We both pre-logged. We looked at the menu ahead of time. We added what we wanted. Perhaps we're not getting like a dessert we normally would, or we wouldn't be getting a full portion, or maybe that means you eat half your portion. There are always ways to navigate this is the case in point. And that's where when you're doing it, like Kyle said, you need to fully commit because when you're half in, half out, you're going to see no success. It's going to be miserable. You're going to begin to hate it. It's not going to be successful whatsoever. So that is a big one. And I guess a little bonus one with my second tip is to remove some old habits. So I think my biggest one and I was more of an add-on to Kyle, so we'll say this is number two, is to change your mindset of always needing food. I think a big part of def being in a deficit is being comfortable with the gaps in between. And I mentioned this how to Kyle, when you're having more foods, you're bulking, you're always able to eat, it's super easy, it's always around. But when you're dieting, sometimes it's okay to be like, hey, I don't need food every, I can take three hours and have something after. And really limiting snacking. I think this is probably one of the biggest mistakes most people make is snacking. And even just aware, um, being aware of different people's habits that have come up here, the need to always grab something. And snacking's dangerous because it's so emotionally charged. If you can instead work towards, I'm hungry, I'll go eat instead of like, I'm bored, I'm gonna go eat something. You'd be amazed how many calories you can save and it will just make the process a lot easier. Yeah, that was so well said and very, very applicable, which I think is awesome. And I'm gonna jump into number three here, which is just simply starting by making changes that aren't insanely drastic. So what I mean by this is, and I actually got asked this by a client in one of our check-ins recently who she also just started cutting. And I thought it was great because I can relate to it so much is I said, Instead of just me changing every, like some people will start a cut, a diet, whatever you want to call it and think they can only have broccoli, chicken and rice. And then, you know, whatever they've been having for breakfast, they fully need to switch it up for me, at least to get started, to make these adjustments and make it, I guess, seamless is I'm just taking out a couple different things that I would usually have, but I'm still going to have all of the same stuff. So for breakfast, let's say I'll use an example. My Greek yogurt is close to 700 calories. Usually I would add a bit of peanut butter, a little bit of honey, a little extra granola. I'm going to start by cutting out a couple of those things and I'll bring that down 150 to 200 calories. I'll still feel great. I'll still have amazing pre-workout breakfast uh, and it'll be great. I won't even notice it really. For lunch, I'm going to make a few small adjustments to what I usually have. The afternoon snack that I would usually have, I probably won't have anything. And I love Josh's point there because, you know, I was even saying to him like, oh man, I'm just so used to having something. He's like, you got to get used to it. And I thought that was great. So once again, instead of having to do these massive changes and like only have chicken breast and broccoli for the rest of the week, you just make these small changes and you obviously may feel a little bit hungrier as I have for the first little bit as it's been an adjustment and you just kind of navigate it right so cut out a couple snacks you know for me for dinner once again just taking out a few of the things that I'd usually have and then boom it's an amazing start to the journey it's an amazing start to the shred and you're just on a path that's kind of feeling seamless and once again there will be days where it will be challenging but I think where so many people struggle is they make it so overcomplicated. they brag about how hard it is and it's the worst thing in the world because they can't even have anything at all and I think that's where a lot of people struggle so that's my biggest tip or one of my biggest tips and hopefully that helps yeah we help people lose 20 to 100 pounds and they'll be like this has been so easy I haven't been that hungry I've been enjoying the gym. I've been looking good. And as you get more and more fit, you just feel better and better. And like, that's why we're so passionate about what we do. And I think that's a perfect segue, which is don't be afraid to ask for help. So if you want to work with us, once again, the link is in the 
um, description of this episode, first link, colossusfitness.com. No pressure way to find out more about what we do. Kind of breaks through the tenets of how we approach fitness. So obviously training, accountability, as well as nutrition and how we approach that so effectively to get better results faster. And let's say maybe you're not in a position financially where you're able to get a coach reach out to a friend have an accountability partner get help by listening to your favorite sources listen to more podcasts listen to more books watch some of your favorite fitness youtubers that are going to charge you up inspire you and that are great sources of help don't be afraid to talk to people in the gym if someone looks amazing be like yo you look amazing what are your tips it's one thing i love to do like even for me obviously having a young son i'm going to have two kids under two whenever i see people with two kids under two that have a close age gap i'll say hey what are your tips um for a car a car i've always liked or i think is cool ask people hey what's it like owning this car what are your thoughts on it like i think one of the best things you can do is even ask people for their experiences their situations if you know someone who lost a ton of weight what's your secret what was your success story what works for you on our instagram totally free you could check out hundreds of transformations that we posted and we share the top tips from that individual specifically and you might find people on our page that are exactly in your situation or look just like how you did in there before and you want to get to their after their tips are there. They're going to tell you how to do it. Like use these resources. You can learn so much from other people that have gone through these problems before. Like there's no need to try to figure something out that's already been figured out and you can make it a lot easier for yourself. Absolutely. And jumping into the next tip here, which I think though that was fantastic. I really like that. Um, is just simply knowing how much you need to lose and also having a time frame. Uh, I will say the time frame doesn't exactly need to be perfect. Um, one thing is where it gets tough is sometimes you do need to allocate an extra week or two. And I know firsthand just there are those moments where we may get a little bit sidetracked or we just might have to kind of make an adjustment where they, we didn't exactly lose for a week. Okay, we need an extra little week to kind of figure it out type of thing. Um, but I do think that when you have that direction, when you know, okay, I've got 20 pounds to lose and I have 12 weeks to do this, awesome. We're going to need to lose about a pound and a half per week. We're going to use our spreadsheet. We're going to use our daily weigh-ins to calculate the average. You have all these tools in place. And of course, that's what we do. And that's what we specialize in. But I highly, highly recommend having those things in place because a lot of times when I talk to someone who's trying to lose fat or just get ready for a vacation or a wedding or whatever it is, I'll kind of ask the questions and they don't really know the answer to it. They'll be like, well, I'm, you know, I've been doing it for a couple weeks now and I think it'll take me this long, but I'm not really sure. And I have, and they don't really know how much weight they even need to lose. And once again, you're like, you'll never be perfect with that number. But all I'm saying is that when you have those numbers and that thing to work towards, it's so much easier to stay on track. Even for myself, like having an end date as well is very helpful because I don't want to be dieting for the rest of my life. So it definitely pushes me through those tougher moments. So I think all these things definitely help out and uh, I highly recommend them because they work for us. They work for our clients and I'm sure they would definitely work for you as well. Last but not least, get comfortable moving a little bit more. Adding a little bit of extra movement can actually increase the amount of calories you eat on this deficit and is a fantastic way to navigate it. Walking in particular is my favorite because it's kind of like a net neutral energy return. You actually feel a good sense of replenishment from going on a walk. Whereas if you go on a run or you do something really intensive, like a super hard cycle or a really intense stairmaster, that can actually fatigue you quite a lot, especially if you are in a deficit. But just get in the habit of doing more steps, going on some night walks, 
walks even down here in florida like we have the opportunity to do river walks to walk along the ocean boardwalk essentially to uh there's really nice mansions we like walking around it's always really cool kind of popping around there which is awesome so finding more ways to how can i maybe move a little bit more playing sports with your friends doing activities you like and this can allow you to eat more food if you're like a hate cardio i'm not trying to do it you will have to pay with that by having a few less calories but that is a choice you will totally be able to make. But those are our top tips. And if you're looking to start a diet, like I said, the big thing is to go all in. We've been there where there's been a cold pool. You put your feet in, you're like, oh, it's brutal. And you start to slowly go in there and it just makes it painful. Whereas it's a lot easier if you just jump in. Dieting is 100% the same way. And I think people get stuck in these vicious cycles where they see no progress, no success, and they'll diet for a bit and they'll fail and they'll feel bad about it and they'll start again. They just gain more and more weight. And it really is sad because it doesn't need to be that complicated. And that's why we love making it easy. So to learn more about our coaching, at least check it out. If you know anyone who would like it, feel free to send them the link too because we're here to help as many people as we can build their dream bodies, overcome their problems, and get faster, better, guaranteed results. So that is first link in the description of this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace out.